There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Debra and Dustin White. Hey, we're back. Yeah, we're wow. ready for season eight, episode two. Yeah, back um, in the swing of this. I'm excited. Yeah, it was a fun episode last night. I think that there was a lot of uh, character development. Yeah, and getting to uh, getting us back in the swing of things on the island, you know, because we didn't even have like the main members of the team on the island till mm-hmm. the end of the episode. No, I. And by main members, you mean the principal owners. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, minus Craig Tester, but yeah. <laughs> I know, right. But it it was so full of goodness in one hour. Like last we were saying that last week we had a two hour episode and you know, there was a lot going on. Yeah. And I just I was really bummed when it came to the end <laughs> of this episode. I literally said, Wait, it's ending? Well, luckily, it's a series, and that yeah, means there's true. usually something next week until they get to the end of yeah, you the season, but, so. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, I don't know, a lot of good things going on this week. We've mm-hmm. got some stuff happening at Smith's Cove. Haven't seen Smith's Cove in a while. I know. That was exciting. We had a, a trip to Carmen Lake. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a little bit of this, a little bit of that. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. We had a lot of, bit, a lot, eight, 15. Yeah. A lot on lot 15. A lot on lot 15. Yeah, so, oh, man. So where do you want to start? Just uh, at the top of the show and move your way down? I was thinking that because really it was mostly broken up by um, areas anyways. Okay. Um, so I guess we drive straight into quarantine time. Oh, my gosh. The Marty Lagina workout program. I need in. Um, <laughs> he needs to make a series of intense. DVDs or tapes or whatever. Uh you know, little, uh, maybe he needs a YouTube channel dedicated to uh, workout. Well, yeah, I'm thinking like P90X, but like, I don't know, ML Extreme. I need, I, you know, I pay $9.99 per month and subscribe to the Marty Lagina workout. <laughs> it's a business opportunity, Marty. There yes, you go. Yes. So we know that they had a mandatory 14 days quarantine. They were granted special permission to come into the country. Yeah. And so they can't leave their house. So when you and I were like, hey, maybe we could still go to Canada, right? And no. I was looking at it. I was like, whoa, this is intense. They're, so the quarantine, you have to, you can't leave the property. Mm-hmm. So you need to already arrange to have your groceries delivered mm-hmm. to the property because you can't have contact with any third parties either. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they went there directly from their planes. And then... And so imagine how much Dr. Pepper was delivered <laughs> ahead of time. But, you know, and the government, they call, check up, make sure you're there every day. So they didn't go anywhere. Nope, they're stuck. And that's why and so, Marty, whoa. Yeah, Marty had Marty had quite the quarantine. I saw like a, like a Rocky montage flash before Almost, my huh? eyes. Yeah, you know, all, all it was missing was like the uh, running up the steps and like uh, mm-hmm. slugging the meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Calls it another sweaty day in quarantine, and Alex is like filming him. Yeah, Alex is like, yeah, go for it, Pop. He's like, I swear, he's getting pure entertainment out of this. Yeah. He's like, what day is this? Like, you're making a documentary mm-hmm. about a Marty in the wild, mm-hmm. and 
Day He's like, eight day eight, I'm yeah. growing a beard. I'm not shaving it off till we all free. That's so funny. Yeah, so it has him, uh, you know, he's even like using a sledgehammer or whatever to like, what is he doing with the fence? Uh, he's making an axe cut wood fence. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, he's just out there killing it. Alex Pretty is good. like, Pretty here, fun. let me set up this bike trainer for you that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, but, you know, maybe it'll help him burn energy. Well, he was virtually passing everybody on the, well, on the highway. I actually whatever. wrote it down. Passing them like they're standing still, baby. <laughs> feels like a good martin quote it was pretty good he's so losing his mind he was pro he's probably a little bit losing his mind he was having the he was making the most of it he was banging on the drum oh yeah that was funny too yeah that's a gift banging waiting on to the happen drum. Mm -hmm. yeah probably <laughs> okay i could make that happen all right so then we had rick and he looked like he was like clipping coupons at first I, that's what i thought he was clipping coupons mm -hmm. well and it wouldn't surprise me either you know he seems like the type that's like hey i'm gonna save every penny i can so i can put it in the money pit <laughs> you have marty and alex in one house mm -hmm. and it is just like the polar opposite i think over at you know rick and peter mm -hmm. it kind of looked like a like a, a bachelor house too huh yeah it didn't look like it was sparkling clean they were just hey they, they were living in they it were they were chill. doing it they were making those like those origami box things yeah yeah that's what i wrote and down to origami look like it i used to make those as a kid like you'd make them and put stuff in them yeah. make two lids yeah yeah and he said you have to make 50 more yeah. And then they'll have to plant them. So what is it? I think they're for trees. Um, it looked like maybe they had some like sap, like uh, little trees and they're, like, on the compostable. front. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they compost down so they'd be easier to move or whatever. But I was thinking about all the work that's gone over on Isaac's point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll get that into that when we get there. Yeah. But I was like, oh, maybe they're rick thinks you know you should leave it just as good or better than you found it so they're probably doing some planting after all the digging they've been doing these last couple few years <laughs> yes sure uh we even see peter Fernandi uh taking a jog yeah it must be just jogging the perimeter mm -hmm. he's sealing the perimeter make sure nobody's coming in sounds good and then uh like my note for alex was we see alex chilling and they're saying that they're uh, just killing time waiting to get on the island. I want to see the text string between Alex and Peter while they're in quarantine. They're like sending each other videos. Look what he's doing now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Has That'll that one gone crazy? Because that, I just imagine those two going back and forth reporting yeah. on them. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Marty says like he's frustrated being in quarantine because he's used to freedom. Yeah. He looks frustrated. Yeah, it's all good, Marty. You got out of there. It's all good. Because <laughs> when he gets out, they're gonna he's gonna release a firestorm of activity. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. Good thing that he wasn't in there longer than 14 days. Yeah, in my notes, it literally what I wrote next was boom. It's the dynamite. Yeah, like he is ready to unleash everything they got on the island. So hopefully that's what happens and I guess we'll stay tuned he for He has got some pent-up energy, and I think <laughs> he's, like, going to go Jack digging style. Oh, my gosh. Jack's been crazy, <laughs> like, with his digging. Oh, we're going to get to <laughs> oh, his man. digging powers. Yeah. It, it's a little, it's, wow, it's a lot. Dig, 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 dig. It's what, what he, likes. he likes to it's do. what he likes to do. Yeah. All right, so um, then we move over to the island. Yay! We get, we get some activity happening on Lot 15. Yep. 
And uh, lot 15 is where David McInnes, mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Taylor, and yep. the resident archaeologist, Laird Niven. The they're supervisor. All, yeah, they're all hanging out, working, you know, uh, doing what they need to do. There's a recap of Fred Nolan's uh, old map that he had made mm -hmm. with a noted old tunnel entrance, mm -hmm. possibly somewhere around lot 15. So I had exciting noted stuff. the three of them with their powers combined were to, were a the trial team the trial team yeah kind of like the 18 oh my the gosh trial. they need to they need to have like a thing where they stand in a like a little triangle and they put up their um, trials together <laughs> you hear the swing or whatever and it's <laughs> yeah. like this shiny <laughs> yeah when our trials combined yeah. <laughs> well when the trials combined they find some uh interesting stones with beveled edges Yes. and drilled holes apparently drilled hole and beveled edge yeah so that's what aaron taylor uh discovers and he brings laird and david over to look at it mm -hmm. um it looks man-made mm -hmm. it looks handmade and it um yeah i mean it just it looks peculiar mm -hmm. and it, it is he, you know he says he's coming down on the rock and it, it's pretty obvious that it looks like this flat stone with the hole in it it was very similar to all the different ones that they have found all over the island right mm -hmm. and you want to tell them what you said about the flat stone oh yeah we were watching it and i was like oh my gosh what if they turn it over and it has like codes on it and that's like the it's 90 foot stone 90 foot wouldn't that stone. be something that'd be like oh man i was hoping <laughs> well we didn't come to pass the end it's sitting on the table and we don't see it i just I really want them to be like, okay, Marty, turn it over. And then all of a sudden it's like glowing with a. Uh, or it just, they turn the stone and look beneath it. Peace on earth. Is was all it read. Said. <laughs> but oh it my gosh. Been. Like, what if? I Now I feel like all the stones need scanning <laughs> if they are even close to the right. Yeah, they need to do some kind of LIDAR or some kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they got one of those in the cupboard. They could just, you know, do a little yeah, scanny sure, scan. Why not? Just now they remember um, when they found the supposed 90 foot stone, they yes. took it to the research center and they uh -huh. did some scans on it. Uh -huh. There you go. You never know. Anyway, it had a drilled hole in it. Uh -huh. And I think the first thing that popped into Laird's mind, he's like, oh, gotta call is, Steve. Yeah, this is not for me to, uh, well, it's for him to, 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 you know, work on or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like he needed an expert in surveying because i think he just instantly said oh that's going to be a survey marker in his brain naturally mm -hmm. and we, that's what you said like uh, watching, said, you're like survey sur survey like you're marker yeah you're pointing at the screen that's survey that's that's for survey i said that's definitely definitely a survey <laughs> marker and i went into some tangent about how you put the tool in and then you said like the staff of raw aka mm -hmm. prison pull of truth yeah so literally that's what that holds for you would put the staff of raw in mm -hmm. there and it would project a light onto the x mark to, to the entrance to the tunnel because what's going to happen is steve is going to hold it and it's probably you probably need that ring bolt that we gave maddie and uh, billy handed to yeah. Maddie last time yeah. he's sticking on the top and then laird's gonna like shine a light with his trowel through it hmm. and with their powers wow. combined they find the tunnel entrance so uh i think Okay, so maybe one of our listeners could help us. We need a name for Laird's trowel because, like, Steve's um, oh, yeah. GPS stick thing. What is that actually called? 
Uh, the RTK. An RTK. We call it the prison pole of truth. Even yeah, Larry, though Larry, that's a prison pole and an RTK are not the same thing. It's okay. Is it? Yeah, it's fine. And then, but we need to have a name for Laird's trowel. We do. The mighty trowel? No. Oh, no. Um, I, I keep know. going to like the golden trowel, but that would be a really crummy substance to like use for archaeology. It would be a bummer. Yeah. Because it's soft metal and it would chip away. Yeah. And, and then and Gary, they'd be Gary like, would, non-ferrous metal and, hits. And Gary would find it later. <laughs> yeah. So there was a flashback suite sequence from yes. Clotworthy uh-huh. um, that he's talked about Frederick Blair found a drill hole, drilled hole in um, a stone in 1895, just northeast of the money pit. Correct. And then in 1937, Gilbert Hedden found a drill hole near Smith's Cove, and it made a perfect east-west line from Blair's discovery. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah, and then Clotworthy noted that other treasure hunters, including Fred Nolan, have found similarly drilled holes across Oak Island that they believe to be part of a treasure map. And then we have, I mean, let's think about this. We also have Nolan's Cross. Yeah. We know we have the other stone structure, which I still think looks like a sextant mm-hmm. or, you know, it's a surveying device or a something, a measuring item. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's something very elaborate going yeah. on here. Do you remember uh, just, I don't remember if it was last season or season six, but they had um, this stone that they found. I don't remember which law it was on, but it had drilled holes in it and um, like a like Are you a talking carved about letter Gary? G. Yeah, carved letter G. They they removed the oh moss. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So that was another stone that had some kind of uh, carved or drilled holes in it. Yeah, so. it just there's it's definitely and, a survey marker, yeah. like Steve said. It it definitely is going to tie in somewhere, and someone else is probably going to have to roll you know have their pole as a site down line so what if it always requires at least two people to be able to access the treasure because it is too great for any one person Mm. i know i just got deep there yeah you did i did all right so um yeah laird called it a pretty interesting stone and then steve was over there he um said that since it was buried that was a huge clue Mm-hmm. that's so, true that's pretty interesting um wants to get the guys on the phone he explained to rick and marty um that it looked like an old survey marker and um a survey control piece mm-hmm. and then we see rick and he says that he's built thousands of feet of stone wall and he thinks that it's an asset in this area and not necessarily has anything to do with the feature um and that he, he does say that he's singularly intrigued by this drilled stone well, so it must be marked with the RTK because mm-hmm. we need to know location. Hey, real out quick, it's importance. Real yeah. quick, Rick Lagina. Did you notice what he was wearing on his head during this portion? Rick? Yeah, Rick Lagina. His hair? His hat. Oh. He was wearing a hat that said Dr. Pepper on it. And I saw that. Last night, our friend Connie had put a post up about uh, um, Rick's Dr. Pepper hat uh-huh. on Facebook. And I said, Wow. Well, that was going to be a trivia question. Oh, <laughs> it's all good. Maybe it still will be. But um, yeah, Connie, that was a good observation. You know, it, it's just so funny because we just know that Rick is so entwined with Dr. Pepper. It looks like his oh, thing, yeah, right? Totally. So, pretty funny. So I wanted to point out when Laird had said that it's potentially an important stone so they can 
figure out if it was already there and they drilled the hole. Mm -hmm. If this particular stone was brought and placed here, you know, did it come from somewhere else? I mean, did it come from somewhere else in the world? Did it come from somewhere else on the island? That's what they thought about the 90-foot stone, Mm -hmm. too. The 90-foot stone was said to have been non-native to the area, the Mm -hmm. the kind of rock it was, and Mm -hmm. that it would have probably been brought over from Europe or whatever, Mm -hmm. and either carved, it could have been carved beforehand, you know, for all we know. Could have been carved on the ship, could have been carved once they placed it in the 90-foot hole. It doesn't make sense unless it's super important to bring it overseas because of, well, weight, Mm -hmm. but it definitely seemed very deliberate and different from this structure. So, Mm -hmm. anyways, the more, the more you know. So, we're going to learn some more about it. I still think it's where you stick the prison pole of truth. Laird shines the light <laughs> off of his uh, I, I wanted to say spade off his trowel <laughs> through it and then we get the entrance to the tunnel. Yeah, well, Just like I've always wanted. Do you want a trowel? He's always got a trowel handy, you know? Just like I've got that button on I, handy. We've had another fantastic Laird trowel moment but that was during the Maddie Blake special. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll, I'll have to share it later because I got it all put together. You do that. I will. Yeah. It was great. It was yeah. epic. Cool. All right. So Marty called Rick the uh, Rockmeister. That's right. All right. And then Marty said that he, what he's concerned about is the proliferation of archaeologists suddenly on the island. He's getting outnumbered. And, uh, yeah. Laird joked that he'll be surrounded soon. Uh, Marty says it's a good thing because it means they're finding important things. So, yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're going to make me press that button, too. <laughs> right, I'm just going to do it. It's a uh, Markapalooza. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Maybe maybe it's uh, Archaeologist Palooza. I'll say Archipalooza. Archipalooza, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so pretty fun stuff. And then um, something we haven't done in a while after this scene, we go to Smith's Cove. Yeah. I'm excited because literally it feels like it's been forever since we've seen Smith's Cove. I... <laughs> I kind of had to do a double take. I was like, what is really? Okay. I'm like, it doesn't really look like Smith's Cove because we're used to seeing it with the coffer dam and the coffer dam's gone. Yeah. And so. they, you know, they did a lot of work to kind of be done with Smith's Cove and put it back in a good way. I mean, they dug big holes up there. Yeah, but they're not done. Oh, they're not done. Not even by a long shot. So, so what? Steve and Doug head out to Smith's Cove to mm-hmm. mark out points uh, from the Behringer survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, from when Dan Blakenship and David Tobias were working together. Yeah, the Beringer, the Beringer survey uh, noted possible tunnels between Lot 15, the Money Pit, and Smith's Cove, possibly even extending to the swamp, mm-hmm. um, and four targets that may contain non-ferrous metals. Dun, dun, dun. Deep, too. Those... That's what they want. Yeah, deep. 100 feet deep. Yeah. So I mean, that's not very deep when you're thinking about drilling in the money pit but when you're thinking about smith's cove when you're thinking of just off the shore of smith's cove mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty deep i mean if you're considering if they're in a tunnel or a vault i mean it makes sense right mm-hmm. um i love that they hop out of the truck and they've got color-coded survey markers <laughs> it sure really that. made me happy mm-hmm. i was like and doug's like oh so we're gonna use red for this one and I was like, man, they have color-coded maps and survey markers. That makes me happy. So we probably just, just needs to be bright. It probably needs to be different colors so they can tell where things intersect. It just, it made me happy because I would want to color my map. <laughs> I'm sure you would. 
All right, so Steve was in charge here. Uh, and yeah, the first target is where a tunnel enters the cave-in pit. Uh-huh. And the next target, Steve is like going for a swim. Get <laughs> <laughs> down to the shore. And he's like, Doug, this is where I leave you. <laughs> Peace out, Doug. See ya. <laughs> this is where I leave. Now, if you look carefully behind Doug, I saw another survey marker. So oh, they they may have snuck in a little tap tap through over there <laughs> and then moved in and but Steve wades out to the water. Wade in the water. He's got no waders on. Yeah. No, he he had uh, his think, boots aren't high enough. Yeah, his boots aren't high enough, but he did. I think he had like you know rubber boots on. Yeah. Yes, okay, but it's calf, but literally this one above his knee. This was like thigh <laughs> high. So you yeah. know that his boots are now filled mm-hmm. with water. Not quite sure. And you know what? He didn't it did not bother him in the slightest. Oh, he even didn't though, even hesitate. Even though, you know, we know he's the the germaphobe guy, mm-hmm. but like any kind of bacteria hanging out of that water didn't bother him. No. He's like, I got a job to do. He's like, Doug, this is where I leave you. What I want to know, mm-hmm. why didn't the waters part? Ooh, good question. Like, I've got a real problem with this. Maybe he maybe it's just that he wants to be like Moses so he can part the waters and he can't do it right now. Like does the is the curse like his kryptonite? Is like the island holding him back? Holding him. Back. I mean, he Possibly. has two sticks out there mm-hmm. and a hammer. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So if you don't know, we talked about this with Steve and Laird when we had them on our pregame live yes. stream a couple of days ago or a week ago. And uh, what were we saying? Laird would be like who? Like not just Moses. Oh, because so, we talked about. So Gary had given him the nickname Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. I'm like, why? And he said, because of his magic stick. You know. Okay, it's not a magic stick. It's that's magic what wand. he called it, and he doesn't know Harry Potter, so his magic wand. And then Wedler, we said so. You said something about Gandalf. No, I think Laird did. And yeah, they understood Gandalf. Yeah. yeah, they understood Gandalf, but then yeah, uh, Steve said he wouldn't mind being Moses. Yeah, he because then he could just waters. part the water. Yeah, so. But it didn't happen. Not in this instance, but maybe he did it after. Like, maybe he can't do it on film. Maybe he needs a coat of many colors to make it happen. Sure. Possibly. <laughs> All right. So anyway, it he's just, out there in yeah. the water, puts a stake in. It says about 100 feet below is the target. And that's pretty crazy. They don't, I mean, they don't even wait for low tide. I'm sorry. I just can't <laughs> get past that. Yeah. Well, the... One of the most interesting parts of uh, Steve being out in the water, mm-hmm. he says, Doug, you know, this yeah. spot where I'm staking this in, this is actually right where uh, Gary found the lead cross. Isn't that crazy? A couple years ago. So like Drayton's cross was at that, at that, where yeah. he was pounding that in. That's amazing. Like literally cross marks the spot. Yeah, X marks. The well, if you spot. turn the if you turn yeah. the cross sideways, you know, it, it, it becomes an X. You know, yeah, yeah. The the literal the cross was like marking the spot, possibly. Like, I mean, if there was an entrance there at one time, it makes sense why uh, the cross would shimmy its way to the top eventually. Maybe. Maybe. Like, I don't know. Pretty crazy. The, yeah, it, he's looking at it. I think he chuckled to himself, and Doug thought it was nuts. Mm-hmm. So, that, I. That was just a funny moment and pretty awesome that that's it comes full circle. Yeah. It it just all connects. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh then they go to mark a third target. Doug gives um or Steve gives Doug the hammer. Mm-hmm. 
or sorry, Doug gives Steve the hammer and says, uh -huh. you do the honors, right? Because you've been doing all the hard work. <laughs> but didn't he just mark, mark one in the water? He marked one in the water and he goes, gosh, I think I wrote a Doug. I wrote a Doug. I wrote it down. Since you took the hit getting wet on the last one, I'll give you the honor of driving in the non-Ferris target. Oh, wow. And guess what? What? That steak was golden color. <laughs> The golden stake. It wasn't red like the tunnels. It was gold. Mm -hmm. And uh, we learn, well, in a moment. The golden we'll, stake. Yeah. So Doug uh, says that they're very near where they hit, uh, worked last year. Mm -hmm. Digging down with the long reach excavator to a depth of 50 feet with mm -hmm. Billy. And this is in the uplands area. Yeah. And so uh, pretty interesting there. We get a flashback uh to digging in the uplands last year with billy uh -huh. billy got some credit for some discoveries pretty nice uh -huh. and uh but what they didn't know is that they needed to dig 50 feet deeper <laughs> so but they didn't know well, they didn't have this information from the behringer survey because it was like a random treasure map found in grandma's purse this year right yeah well yeah grandma's attic purse basement where was she was hiding it but when we get the flashback we get marty laying on his stomach all strapped in saying you know looks like there's a tunnel going yeah, this yeah. way mm -hmm. now that was around 50 feet because mm -hmm. we couldn't get any lower and we know that the non-fares hits were another like 50 below and geez i don't have the map in front of me but was there a tunnel that went through where that non-fares hit was so is this like a confirmer that that was indeed a tunnel that they intersected there mm. I don't know. I don't know if it's confirmer. I, I don't know, but it, it looked like there was something there. I just, I thought that was really interesting that it was right in that hmm. spot. Do you think they'll call it like the Behringer tunnel or will it be Billy's tunnel? No, the non-fairs hit will be Billy's and we should talk about that. That's Billy's gold. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, they uh, they get Marty and Rick on a little Skype FaceTime. Oh, they say FaceTime. Whatever. So Doug's a um, he's an Apple guy. It must be like that layered. Got to watch out know. for them. Yeah. Um, so anywho, they called Rick and Marty to fill them in and what they've been doing in Smith's Cove and the uplands and the cave in pit areas. Uh, Doug says that the Behringer survey fits very well. Rick asks about uh, where the non ferris target is. Steve models as uh they show him where the stake is put into the ground right i literally wrote steve models yeah me too <laughs> the gold stake for that yeah he's like it's like a showcase like, for uh prices right or something like puts his foot up and is that's pretty good it's we, okay we steve, don't we look at each you. other's notes yeah, just we so don't. you know that's pretty good all right so that he, he was up there modeling and then um uh doug informed them that they're about 15 to 20 feet away from the crane pad that mm -hmm. they had in Smith's Cove uh, last year. Mm -hmm. So that gave them an idea of where they were. Uh, Marty asked if they could get, if you can get any more classic than that out of the archives, you find a map, a treasure map. And it says that um, the Behringer survey is like that. It gives them four non-ferrous targets. People weren't burying aluminum cans. <laughs> so that suggests gold and silver. This feels like it's Marty <laughs> straight out of quarantine. He's like, they weren't burying aluminum cans. Let's go get that gold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a pretty deep aluminum can deposit. <laughs> if so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Rick is asking, you know, kind of give me something to orient off of. Like, where are we? Mm -hmm. And Doug says that they're not far from dynamite hole number three boom 
which is just <laughs> somewhat to the west of mm -hmm. them. Okay. Yeah, and Steve said that it was right on the edge of the great big hole that they dug last year, right beneath Billy. Yeah, it, it would have been right where Billy was sitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug's response is the best. Billy was sitting on the money. <laughs> you think that's the best? Marty replied with Billy was right on the money. I uh, know if Billy's sitting he'll never on the live money, that down. he's got a golden <laughs> egg and yeah. uh, he's never, yeah, he won't live that down. I mean, yeah. I is, we've renamed, renamed it to Billy's Bay and apparently he knew where the treasure was. He's, he's just sitting up there. <laughs> it's right below me. No. Maybe he just had a, like a, a hunch. No, it's just where it was convenient for him to have the There's that so too. he can scoop. Yeah. 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 I mean whatever so anyway that's kind of what they did in that area mm -hmm. uh doug thanked steve for his work and then yep. they moved on for his and then, modeling yeah, for his modeling skills <laughs> with did his a good e. job yeah good job yeah so then we go out to isaac's point we sure do with who with isaac i mean with uh who the heck's isaac <laughs> i don't know but it's his point yeah. um wait i bet you doug would be able to tell us who isaac is oh i guarantee it or charles um so jack and gary they're ready to metal detect out at Isaac's point. Tag team back again. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, Clotworthy goes on to explain how the previous spoils pile from over the years has been moved to this area as landfill. Mm -hmm. So when we had the Maddie Blake special at the end of last year after everything, and they bring them back and it's all cold and things are leveled at the money pit, that was like that giant pile. And yes. Billy says, we're going to show you what we did with it. Well, they took it out to Isaac's point because with all the storms and stuff going on out there, I mean, they were in, really in danger of losing the edge, like the trunk. Of well, the I know. I was about to say, thank goodness they saved the elephant's trunk. Mm -hmm. They did. <laughs> and so now you have a spoils part uh, pile. You know, it was huge, right? It was, yeah. And yeah, it's been searched through, but there's always a way to miss something. I mean, unless you're an archaeologist, you miss nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. literally, uh, Gary was like saying, okay, let's uh, start metal detecting. And he's like, I'm going to do a zigzag pattern. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I, that makes sense to him. But for people like me just watching, I'm like, aren't you going to miss some stuff? <laughs> no, <laughs> because know? he'd be going back and forth and back and forth. He's saying, mm, go anywhere, because think of, if the spoils pile it's very like like what? whatever's left over in the spoils pile you may have missed just got dumped on the shore mm -hmm. so yeah go yeah. everywhere everywhere it could go everywhere so um yeah they're out there doing their search um gary tells jack to let's go recover a bit of history and okay so they start scanning right mm -hmm. and then we get What's going to be probably the one of the uh, best moments of the season? Oh, really? Yeah, because they get they find something. Oh, well, that's always a good moment. Yeah, I mean. but they find something made out of a particular kind of uh, metal that's definitely not iron because Gary would bet his last dollar it wasn't no, iron. He would bet Jack's last dollar. Oh, was it that what it is? I actually oh. had to go back and re-listen. I said wait, what? He goes, I bet your last dollar. <laughs> okay. that that it's not metal that it's or that's not, not iron, iron. That's i was like funny. did he I just that. bet jack's money and <laughs> he he's <does>. like dang <laughs> and jack's like i better find it it better be right <laughs> he better be right and then he goes to town jack's just like dig 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 what do you like to do like he's like in fast forward uh-huh yeah. <laughs> yeah and 
Well, okay. <laughs> so earlier they had said, I guess was it last episode that this has been the driest summer in Nova Scotia that yeah. they've had in like a really long time, right? Which has helped them with the search. Which has helped them drain the swamp and all that. But it's really hurt poor Jack because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it is so dry and compact. He can't use that giant shovel, like okay, normal size shovel that yeah, he, he has. He has to get the little guy. He has to get the little guy for some leverage, and he's just hacking. He needs a pickaxe just to get stuff out. He got. He needs a pickaxe to find a pickaxe. Exactly. Yeah. So but they didn't find a pickaxe part. first. What did no. they find first? A puta spoon bowl. <laughs> yeah. Did you clip that out? No. Aw. We don't get the pooter. Uh, there was so much pooter in this episode. I'll have to go back and yeah, do some clip clipping. Yeah. So a, a pewter spool, <laughs> spool. spoon bowl. And he dated it back to the mid 1700s. Mm -hmm. Um Jack says it could have been depositor or searcher. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And then Gary says that pewter, <laughs> pewter, pewter was the poor man's silver of the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the first time I've heard that. But I was like, all right. Makes sense, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, literally, all my notes say pewter. Oh. None of them actually say pewter. Mine say I'll say pewter. No, mine say pewter. My mm -hmm. phone actually autocorrects me now to pewter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary, we, we love your accent. Don't oh, ever yeah. change. Don't it's ever the change. best. All right, so Gary continues metal detecting, gets uh -huh. another solid signal. Uh -huh. Jack digs like crazy. That's why I wrote my notes yep. to get it out. They found a pickaxe head. Gary says that it was likely a tunneling pick due to the short end on one side. Yes. And I'd like to point out, while Jack's digging, Gary says to Jack, you deserve a bottle of water after this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, that's all the poor guy gets. <laughs> well, like, good job. You deserve you get a bottle back, of too. water. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I digress. No, that's good. Um, yeah, so then there was a flashback to last year, of course, when they took another pickaxe head they found near the eye of the swamp mm -hmm. up to Carmen Leg, right? Correct. And he dated it back to the like medieval times. Yes. And um, Jack was going medieval on that dirt again. Yes, like last he time. Yeah. was. And, I mean, they both, after, like you said, they had found the one from before, they noticed very similar things they obviously know it's a pickaxe right oh yeah and, and the short and it's short so it's not like it's just been broken it's also a tunneling tool possibly yes i don't think that's what carmen lake says later on it might be all right of. so that's kind of all of the metal detecting we do this episode mm -hmm. and then we move on to another part mm -hmm. of uh the island for what uh yes yeah, so we go over near smith's kit I was going to say Smith's Cave. So Smith's Cove, a.k.a. Spoils Tables. Yeah. Right? So they're sorting wash through. Ta wash Table. Yeah. Wash Table. Whatever. Yes. It's only the, it's what we've been calling it for like three years, but whatever. We have called it the HMS Wash Plan mm -hmm. and all kinds of things. Sure. So the Spoils Table is fine, too, for this second. Okay. All right. So while they're sorting through Spoils, from last year, yes. I just want to point out. So these are ones that haven't been gone through yet. From borehole 8A. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they they had some leftovers while mm -hmm. they're there before, you know, the brothers and Craig and everybody gets back to the island. Why not sort through some uh, spoils? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Sounds like not? a good idea. They do it. And so we have Steve seems to be in charge of the table. That's a gup tail. Woo! Guarantee. <laughs> Uh, you had to be there last a night. Tail. Yeah. Huh? 
Oh, I thought you said ducktail. No, I said guptail. Oh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a guptail. Yeah, so last night during our Oak Island pregame mm-hmm. live stream on Facebook, that's at facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast, we um, were talking about, I don't remember what, you know, obviously Steve Guptail. Off, off, Obviously Treasure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, something came up and he became Guptails. Woo! <laughs> and... Uh, Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So Steve seems to be in charge. But uh, so we have Josh Ballard of, mm-hmm. you know, Billy's crew. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, these guys work for Gerhardt Property Improvement. And Michael John, also Billy's crew. Yeah. I, my, I have a note that says li- Billy is literally bringing in reinforcements. Like, yeah, you know, I was thinking Billy's army. Maybe, maybe, you know, because of the pandemic, things had slowed down for like Billy's other businesses. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, um, you know, you go work at Oak Island. You know, we, we don't have this other stuff going on. So maybe you could go mm-hmm. uh, sift through this spoils. And yeah. you know, he kept them employed that way rather than having to, you know, potentially lay mm-hmm. him off or something. Because who knows? You know, this is a pandemic mm-hmm. early on in the pandemic. Or know, people like they would have normally had doing other projects right um on the island that weren't potentially happening because well you know trying to get people onto the island yeah why not put them to work i mean i feel like i want to sign up for the spoils table through billy's oh heck yeah dj would be all over that i'd be i'd do it too but i think i could get close to the artifact she'd be really enthusiastic to do it billy sign her up so Billy, um, is there like a program where I put in my application just to sort through the spoils table? I'll do it. No problem. I'm game. I mean, yeah. I've got my pen here. I'll fill it out. I'll <laughs> fill out the application, whatever it takes. Okay. Well, the first thing they find yes. is a button. Yes. And Steve checks it out. He says, huh. Looks like a searcher button. Yeah. <laughs> or like it wasn't a searcher. Too old, but... Not overly old. He uh-huh. said. Yeah. Sorry. He recommends that they bag it, you know, take a look at it another uh-huh. time. But then they had something that really caught their eye. Yeah. Um, Michael John. Yeah. Michael John pulls up what says, you know, he thinks to be leather mm-hmm. and asks for Steve's opinion. And I, <laughs> I what? did laugh a little bit because last year when Steve found leather ended up being a piece of bark. So for someone else to be was asking, that before or after he found the rock? When he was like, "No, it's a rock. It's a rock." <laughs> <laughs> so Steve's come a long way in his yes. rock finding. I, I'm very impressed with the new skills. Well, he didn't find this one. No, but his identifying <laughs> yeah. of things, I guess. Okay. Okay. But yeah, he he gets very excited about the leather. Very, tells yeah. him it's a great find. This could be what the find of the year. Yeah. Well. Um... He says that they're what they're going through right now is stuff that was in the shaft six tunnel area. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing, this is the kind of thing that they're looking for. Um, they says it might be depositor related or and it's just an awesome find. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Laird, I need you. Yeah. Remember when Laird needed him earlier? That's right. He's like, Laird, you owe me. Get over you, here. You Check owe me out. it. I came and checked out the <laughs> survey marker. I use your I had to, you know, sit through your technical difficulties with your Apple computer. That's right. You know? But yeah, like you were saying, because Steve goes on to explain that the deep collapse in Shaft 6, and mm-hmm. he's kind of telling, you know, Billy's crew that, the, like you said, it's what we're looking for. Yeah. What could have potentially been sucked in through the collapse that would have come up through H8. So yeah, I could see where Leather's 
super exciting that out of this same hole they found uh what looked to be other pieces of leather from book binding mm -hmm. and then like you said put up the uh, laird signal and <laughs> said come on over is that like uh it's a trowel in the sky yeah oh man that's good that's the lights that were coming off the island that were <laughs> mysterious all those we'll years get to ago that in a little bit but yeah it's the laird signals the, the trowel signal, the trowel in the sky yeah so the it comes over the sky. <laughs> it comes over uh they're excited he thinks uh it's book related and, and laird says whoa there fellow whoa nelly <laughs> whoa nelly um he confirmed that it's leather yeah so that's something and that it was unbound leather so that means it's old mm-hmm okay yeah. so that's exciting and that it's definitely you know thicker yeah but laird suggests that be like from a shoe like it's a, a footwear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I think uh, that made Steve feel a little bit let down. <laughs> he, he did seem a little sad because he, he it, was sure it was a book. He was like yeah. flipping it's it like, in his no, hand. No, 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 Laird. This is book binding, dude. But hey, <laughs> they did just find a button. So mm -hmm. some shoes to go with, maybe. One day they'll get enough material out of there to build a whole outfit. <laughs> but Laird does say it could still potentially be from a book yeah yeah uh and it's something they should have looked at and they need a closer look yes with the you know eyes there mm -hmm. and have it further investigated and maybe we'll get some more definitive proof of is it a shoe or is it a book i feel like that is a versus poll is it shoe or book everybody's gonna vote for a book because that's what they want it to be but maybe they like leather shoes Nah. I, I don't know maybe they're team Laird maybe but now is the time finally 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 the boys like legit are back, are back in town yes so we have um uh, Marty Alex Rick, Rick. Peter mm -hmm. all those guys they go um well, they've been released yeah so it was actually it was Marty and Alex went and picked up Rick and Peter right yeah and they're like hey guys it's finally time let's go to the island I so they been pull up and they're already euphoria waiting. for Rick. Oh, right. I just have this image of like Rick and Peter watching out the window for them to show up. Like yeah. peeking out the window like yeah, every like, you know, 10 like seconds. Like a puppy. Yeah. You know. Are they here? Are they here? Are mm -hmm. they here? And they're here. They're here. Yep. So like uh Rick is excited to get back to the island. Yep. And the other guys, he's he notes that the other guys have been doing all the heavy lifting and mm -hmm. now it's time to share the load. Yeah. Because they're like, you know what? We got to get there, get our hands dirty and get it done. Do the physical yeah. work. Yeah. Marty says that they're surprised about the new things this year. Mm -hmm. And you would think that the newness would be gone Yeah. <laughs> after all these years. But so much things just keep showing up. Like, how could it still be hiding? Well, it can. And there's more things. Like, okay, so they've literally only scratch the surface of Oak Island. Like they've Isn't drilled down crazy? a little bit here and there, like a lot of it in the money pit, but they, they've drilled a lot, but mm -hmm. like legit, they're only scratching the surface with all these finds. Cause that's what they have to do. Like they have Jack out there literally scratching the surface and with Laird a shovel. Scratching the surface. <laughs> and Laird and his team scratching the surface to bring this stuff to light. So there's a lot left to find. And they're, yeah, like I said, it's, it's just crazy that even the new things that we're finding are scratches of the surface. Like, who would have thought this stone structure on the island 
would be hidden for like I don't know, 800 years yeah it, <laughs> the it, paved it's stone area yeah like well, I'm not even talking. I'm not oh. talking about the paved stone area. Oh. I'm talking about the like hill. the thing. Yeah, you mean the thing hidden in plain sight? Yeah, the thing <laughs> hidden in plain sight. Yeah, the thing that they've just probably been stepping over for uh, years yeah. and years. And then, yeah, the swamp—that's a whole different like yeah. ball of wax. This is just yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's good stuff though. Love yeah, it. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm yeah. not denying that. All right. So Rick says that if he had to place a poker bet down. That he'd be all in right now. Yeah. And Marty, <laughs> you you are putting a poker bet down. This whole thing is a giant poker bet. I think Rick was like, oh, <laughs> my bad, bro. Rick's been all in. All <laughs> my in. My bad, little brother. But uh, yeah, Marty's like, it, it is. He knows. Yeah, and even Peter piped up. Yeah, it was he's astonishing. Usually, he's usually quiet, but man, he really shocked everybody with his statement. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see here peter oh peter says i think this is gonna be a good year marty and rick are like whoa <laughs> who is <that laughs> back there alex mm -hmm. has as the good zinger he's just excited to be out of quarantine <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> oh they're a bunch of witty ones guys yeah, it's funny because we know peter's like skeptic right mm -hmm. kind of like he's the he's the marty mm -hmm. you know it's, alex is too it's three marty's in that car driving with one rick but marty is slowly becoming a rick mm -hmm. like he's made that turn and i'm seeing i feel like peter is closer to a rick than we realize mm. i think their demeanors are similar we're just kind of starting to mm -hmm. see a little bit of peter but you also which probably knows in this episode we've talked about rick becoming more of a marty too right we're well, doing some freaky Friday he just, stuff. He, i think he just really um is interested in pushing the technology aspects like rick like marty had in the past well, marty still does of course yeah he just doesn't want to get excited too soon yeah because they've seen a lot of things yeah, like like jack bagley has become the ultimate rick oh yeah because he gets over excited about everything but that's fine because you need that enthusiasm oh yeah especially if you're the one digging the holes oh yeah if <laughs> you're always a negative nevin then Literally. it's gonna be you know sad yeah. around there did you notice i'd like to point out that david mcinnis is kind of like he's very upbeat and very yeah i like david mcinnis he's cool yeah, keep him on the team I please a big fan yeah please like keep him on the huge team. we'll get to him in a second but they cross the causeway we finally yes. get that iconic shot of, yep. of the guys crossing the causeway they reminisced about reminisced they reminisced reminiscent works Let's go <laughs> about with that. driving across the causeway 20 years ago and how everything was all like wooded over and like look at it now it is there's so many cars there so many so many cars well, they pull right up to the research center right yep and uh they're immediately greeted yeah these guys are like waiting by the window they're waiting too. by the window yeah we got doug and charles mm -hmm. and they're like oh my gosh the fellowship finally, finally. back together that's what get doug to says. work <laughs> that's what they're thinking yeah yeah so they finally got the fellowship back then mm -hmm. um rick says that they've turned um they've held it more than their end and now that they're here to help and so that's cool <laughs> go ahead uh charles so can we take some time off now nope <laughs> not even a little bit yeah, not even a little bit that's good <laughs> that's really good all right so doug tells them that they've got a lot to show them doug and charles get into the vehicle and they head toward lot 15. yep 
I noted that Alex and Peter uh, are going to go to the research center, let them do their thing. And I just know that like there's a bunch of fellowship people in there and they want to tell them all about how crazy Rick and Marty are during quarantine. I don't know. Maybe that was the time when Alex and, um, you know, Alex met up with uh, Jack and then they went to see Carmen Leg. Maybe, but I, I think that I all like happened on the same to day. think like, hey, look at this video of Marty in his insane workout. Yeah. Oh, so he's like, just showing videos. On I, I feel like he's got his phone up. He's like, guys, you Check gotta see this. I just got done with two look weeks. Look at my dad. With he's over here dad. like sweating like crazy, wearing a Marty Vineyard shirt. Yeah. And look at his looking, beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm sure stuff. Peter's got plenty of share, but in my mind, that's what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah. All right, so um, they get to lot 15. They do some faraway handshakes with Laird, David, and Aaron because mm-hmm. they don't want to touch each other. Uh, David explains that the soil that they're looking at is glacial teal, teal yep. and it's been there since the last ice age about 14,000, 15,000 years ago. Um, but beneath it, deep beneath it, there could be a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like They just want to – I think what he's pointing out is like, hey, this part of the earth right here was not touched. No, this but, wasn't the entrance. Beneath, it could have been, you know, there still could be a tunnel there. Mm, yeah, you know, not deeper. giving up hope. But he's very excited about it. He is, yeah. I mean, like, he really put some zeal in it. I he's don't an, like it. He's an enthusiastic guy. Uh-huh. I like it, too. All right. Uh, Marty asks about the stone feature and uh, <laughs> and makes wants to make absolute sure. This is not natural, right, guys? <laughs> like, it's literally. It's not just pile of stone. Yeah, it's not just, like, you know, someone didn't bring this here 20 years ago, right? Uh-huh. And... Uh, Dave McGinnis says 100%. Yeah. And Marty laughs. Yeah. <laughs> because. Because you, you don't get 100% on Oak Island. <laughs> yeah, you don't. That's just. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. It Usually. is now. It is, it is today. On this day, we it have is 100%. 100%. Yeah. Aaron says that the evidence says that there was continually burning the vent. There was liquid they found, pooling areas. Everything added up makes certain that this was a pine tar t- kiln. Boom. Carmen Leg vindicated. Well, nobody really yeah. doubted him, but he is right. Yeah. So we were watching Pirates of the Caribbean the other night. We were, yeah. And we were talking about the iconic fight scene with the swords. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like the pooling area and all this. And I think about when he's like sticking the sword in the mm-hmm. water. Right, so. I mean, there could have been an intense pirate fight in there. Oh, man. Yeah. Could have been. Probably not because it's Could very it be? small. But that's what went through my head. So yeah. mm, there you go. But yeah, I. it's just they have evidence. I mean. There is evidence. Ample. Lots. Ample evidence. All right. Rick, Rick asks if they, uh, this would have produced tar in quantities enough to use. Says it seems small. Mm-hmm. And David McGinnis says that it goes back to the early 1500s. And European fishermen were first here. You've either got to buy it and bring it with you, or you have to manufacture it on site. Mm -hmm. So David goes on to say that the most important artifact in this area is charcoal. Mm -hmm. And that can only be there if there's been repetitive burning. Yep. And charcoal is what they can date with. Yes, which is quite fascinating. Pretty cool. I can't wait to see. Hopefully, maybe next week or the week after we get some of those carbon datings back. Yeah, they. I mean, he's saying it's everywhere in there. So yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. everywhere. Uh, so that would have been a lot of. But that was. A, I just had put down. It's a really great question by Rick because yeah. it was while it's small, like you know, could this be enough for 
sailing ships or whatever. And Laird chimes in, you know, saying, we've been talking about using this uh, for like marine environments, right? That they used it for yeah. that, yeah. But what if it was used in the construction of the money pit? That blew my mind because like Laird doesn't just bring up the money pit. Laird wants to stay Laird, far away from the money he's pit. He's not a money pit guy. Yeah, he's not like the guy that is super invested in the money pit because it's been all torn up so many times you know, over the last 200 years that there's basically almost nothing he can do there mm -hmm. in, unless you get really, really deep. So, and then we've also talked about like, the clay out of the eye of the swamp yeah you know and that being used for say waterproofing or just clay, clay yeah general so if you've got tar coming out of one place and only 500 feet away you know you're pulling up clay i mean there's probably enough waterproofing material there to get it done right yeah, I mean, possibly. Uh, Laird seems to think it could be a possibility. I was just impressed that he even said that. Oh, that was cool. yeah. And the conversation about it looked like it was put together rather quickly. A little bit maybe more crudely than you would for more of a permanent structure. Mm -hmm. So what if this is for a one-time use? It could have been. Could it be? Could it? 1500s when they dated it. Somewhere in, the, or like, that's what they're suspecting. So it's pretty old, yo. Well, he's at least at least that that style whatever it is that's made there yeah yeah so then laird goes on to note that the first thing that daniel mcginnis saw like the original discoverer of the money pit you know the original treasure hunter mm -hmm. um the what he saw that brought him to the money pit was a bright light at night and laird said well maybe somebody was making tar at night with firing, you know? Yeah, so, like, literally, in, in my notes, I wrote, that's almost an aha or a gobsmacked moment. I, I I wrote, it's an aha moment. There you go. It's just, I couldn't... I'm, I'm surprised that Marty didn't say, oh, man, I'm gobsmacked. Right, it, it just... <laughs> and knowing, like, so in general, like, folklore, legends, um, local stories and such, yeah. uh, you know, they're often rooted in some tort type of truth or whatever right yeah, yeah, yeah so you know i had kind of written off this whole idea that these lights even came from the island but he has a point you know if we look back to the lore of the island and thinking about okay let's say there were lights strange lights flickering it would make perfect sense if they were burning <laughs> well, yeah like yeah way to link the stuff together it, for me it was an aha yeah well i I'm, I'm happy laird brought it up because that's pretty flipping cool i wish i would have thought about that last week when they were talking about the pine tar you know because literally i could have been sitting there saying huh yeah. lots of fire lights in the sky put two and two together luckily laird's had a little more hands-on time than yeah. us and he knows a little bit more but like like, I don't know. It's just like, whoa. We should have been able to draw that conclusion before this came up. But yeah, obviously cool. nobody else around him had either based yeah. off of their reactions. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, so win for Laird. Yeah, so Rick says that the prospect of what they're learning is exhilarating. David McGinnis said that they're finding new questions. And Rick says, you know what Rick said? Rick said that they want answers. <laughs> oh, I was going up. So, cause David says, whenever we dig, we find new questions. 
we find enigmas wrapped up in questions. And I was like, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. It made me laugh. Yep. So I, sorry, I didn't jump to your Rick. My right bad, away. my bad. I didn't, I didn't read the whole quote, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Rick just wants some answers. You know, I, I'm sure he loves the new questions too, but you know, it is what it is. Laird said that they, that one way or another, um, one way or another, look, Laird says that the, uh, the one way to find answers is, is to get back, is to get back to work. And that's music to Marty's ears. I'm sure. <laughs> what a Marty. Yeah. What a Marty. Laird is a Marty for sure. Totally. Yeah. All right, so um, Laird says, hey, Rick, Marty, let's go back to the war room. Yep. And so they head back. Yep. Got some stuff I want to show you. But before they sit down, or actually, so like while they're doing the the site survey or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever Rick and Marty and uh, Charles and Doug were doing with Laird and his team Mm -hmm. at Lot 15, that's why I think Gary and, not Gary, uh, Jack and Alex were hanging out with Carmen Legg during this point. That's more practical, but I like my story better. Yeah. All right. So um, they go, uh, uh, Alex and Jack go visit Carmen Lake. Mm-hmm. And he's got a like legit new blacksmithing shop. Okay. Wait. All so, of his appearance fees on Oak Island really paying off. They called it the Northville Farm yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. Is it, isn't it usually the new Ross? Yeah. It, well, it's in a new area it's new so it's, like he has a n- new place I they didn't so. like just build and alex new... even said he noted oh nice new place okay like i was trying to figure out like <laughs> is it on a different place on the same yeah it's place? not it's not the new Ross or is it farm. like a new new new, new place new. acquiring some real estate new new northville farm copy that thank right. you for the clarification yeah so jack is happy to bring stuff to carmen mm-hmm. of course um, so he shows him mm-hmm. the metal artifact that he and Gary found up at, at Isaac's point. Yep. And Carmen says, it's a pickaxe. <laughs> and they're like, yep, 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 yep. That's what we thought. We all concur. Yep. Um, well, I think actually even before that, Jack hands it to him and says, I think we all know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> we hope so. It's yeah. not a spoon. Yeah. So Carmen says it's very old after, you know, when I hear Carmen say very old and he said things like medieval, I'm thinking, ooh, really yeah. old. And if then he he's like, old. yeah, but then he's like 1750 maybe 17 early 1800s and mm-hmm. i'm like oh like i mean that's still old yeah yeah I mean, we need like... to lower or season one we uh yeah season one oh my gosh if we find anything predating 1795 yeah. we're gonna be so happy all right, dudes, you found so much. Marty, you happy yet? Let, let the uh, <laughs> island show you what's up. Yeah. All right, so Carmen uh, noted a large crack near the eye of the pick. Yeah, it was like right on through there. Yeah, he said it's unusual. says uh, that uh, it was under a lot of stress. Um, major heavy pounding and hitting in order for that kind of thing to happen. Yeah, especially so. right there. He said uh, nowadays. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't happen with one of those picks. Yeah. And that's kind of the end of Carmen Legg's segment. But it was good to see him. Yeah. I like how he bowed out with whoever used this and used and broke this meant business. They meant like, business. Oh, yeah. He meant, they meant business. I bet you they meant some tunneling business. <laughs> yeah. Just crazy. All right. So we're on the last segment of the TV show. Yes. In the war room. Yes. War finally, room. a real war room meeting, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I guess we had real ones a, last time too, but like a Zoom room in its own. It is right. I'm just happy that you know, Rick Lagine is in his element. Oh yeah, can you imagine first time he walks in, he's like, yeah, it's where he wanted to be, you know. All, All right, right. So, 
uh, we had Rick, Marty, Alex, Peter, Gary, and Laird mm -hmm. in the war room. And then they had a teleconference, you know, your Zoom room yep. stuff with who? Yeah, uh, Jack, Charles, and Doug were there via the research center. Yeah. All right, so um, Marty gets on to Gary about teasing them about uh, the top pocket fine from last week. And Rick says that Jack has to be held uh, accountable, too, for that shenanigans. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, so I, I, mean, I believe that they definitely did not show them what it was because he was like, Jack needs to be held accountable. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe they didn't. That's pretty good. You know, did you notice? Okay, so actually, wait, we're not there yet. I was going to talk about the the coin, but um, so there's the flashback of Gary teasing them, but yeah. then um, Gary says, "I'm not going to show you yet. Here, look Again. at look at this first. <laughs> and so he pulls out the axe head Power that they trip. found from last week, not uh, the pickaxe, uh -huh. but the axe axe, the rigging. Uh, it, it would, yeah, rigging axe, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he said it probably dates to 1720 to 1740. And Marty says, Laird, you good with that? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you agree? Do you too come to terms? Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and then uh, Jack said, like, they're like, was this, this isn't your top pocket fine. And he's, and Gary's like, no. And then Jack's like, but he tried to put it in he his top pocket. To. <laughs> it won't fit. <laughs> that's funny. Something I noted was that Laird had about 12 index cards in front of him with artifacts on them. Mm -hmm. And the giant stone. And the giant stone. We didn't even, we didn't touch on any of that. Mm -hmm. But maybe, maybe next week's episode will pick up where this one left I off. I really hope so. And we get some of that because I want to know what Laird found too. You know, he's probably like got the nails and the slag from last week and mm -hmm. some other, you know, probably like charcoal and whatnot too. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, maybe they didn't show it because they've already talked about it. Possibly, but we haven't talked further about the, um, the stone that yeah. the survey marker stone yeah, or to... potential 90 foot stone i know turn it over i know there's inscription there though <laughs> you never know it says more than ln it's not laird niven stone i know stone. anywho yeah. but i love that gary and you know because marty wants to see what the other top pocket find is yeah and gary looks at laird because you know a little, little competition there he's like you may have the biggest find but it's not size that always matters. <laughs> and he pulls it out of his pocket. Oh man, I laughed good. pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so we have uh, Gary uh -huh. handing the top pocket fine, finally, yeah, finally. to Rick Lagina. And something I immediately noticed is um, they must have had like, probably like conservator Kelly Barasa yeah, uh, taking yeah. a look at it because it, it's cleaned up. Yeah. It's because um, like last week, uh, Jack was gonna pour some water on it to yeah. wipe it off, and Gary's like, "No, no, 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 young man." That bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, you know this is too important to, um, you know, screw up. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's obviously cleaned up. So mm -hmm. like I'm thinking probably Kelly Barasa, he's yeah. the one that cleaned up that uh, brooch with the leaves on it last yeah, year. Yeah, he's done a couple different. Yeah, and like he was that. there doing the test pits in Lot 25 last year. Mm -hmm. And so maybe um, they took it to him. Maybe someone else. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, it was cleaned up. It looked very goldish, uh -huh. um, but Larry, uh, Larry Gary, <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing uh, Laird and Gary now. Oh, Usually, there's so many people. Usually I, I, I put Laird and Terry as Larry. I know. But now it's Gary. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Oh. All right. So Gary said it was copper. Yes. So that's you know, still cool. Yeah. Still I mean, old coin uh -huh. with a square in it. 
yeah. square hole. So and Gary said, uh, normally, like when he would find an old coin like this with a square hole, it would be an old colonial era coin where people have punched out like the face on the coin. They've defaced the money. Like King George, bye. Yeah. Peace out. We don't want you. Um, he's um, he's thinking like this was in someone's pocket, and it could be, you know, sixteen late 1600s early 17 possibly older he's saying that it looks like you can still see some inscription around the outside yeah he said there's some heft to it yeah you know there's a thickness to it mm -hmm. and if you look closely you see some kind of symbol on it mm -hmm. so that's super exciting that's really cool um Hopefully we learn a lot more about it very soon. It's, it looked like on, uh, like there wasn't a traditional next time on the Curse of Oak Island yeah. this episode, but um, we, we went to Beyond Oak Island next. And mm -hmm. during the, one of the commercial breaks, we had like preview for next season, next mm -hmm. season, next episode. Yeah. And uh, they talked about it being potentially Chinese. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like Deidre said. Yeah. We've had a lot of teasers about Chinese and like that being related, related, yeah. related. In the Maddie Blake special last week, he mm -hmm. had said something about it being exotic, possibly. So, and very old. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, is it older than the lead cross? Gar uh, Drayton's cross? Maybe. That'd be crazy. I, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And this is where I kind of noted that Rick says we need more experts and technologies to weigh in, which made me feel like he was pulling a Marty. Like, guys let's make sure let's double check our work and what if they take they, they could take this and have it laser bladed yeah yeah as long as there's a clean spot i would assume yeah. well they're just going to apply the thing the, the techniques and technologies they've learned and uh reapply them to this right kind of thing and then yeah if there's more avenues for new technology mm -hmm. you know they're always up for trying something new yep so that's one of the cool things about the uh okay. the fellowship of the dig exactly Never satisfied. Uh-uh. Nope. We they believe in constant improvement mm -hmm. and uh, learning, learning, learn, and yeah. Yeah. So um, Rick noted that they've got a French connection, British military that align with the significant amount of fines in this whole area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, more tech, technology, more experts. You know, it's exciting. It is. It's so much, and as Marty kind of ends it out is the islands teased us long enough hmm. let's do it this year let's find it let's find it so, i'm in yeah i'm in too we are here for the ride rick and Marty. oh yeah gonna... i i'm 100 all in invested let's go yeah let's get craig tester to the island mm -hmm. yeah. i know yeah hey all right so uh that's like the end of the recap um yeah it was a good episode I, I enjoyed it not a whole you know not a bunch of crazy stuff happening just good to have a lot of good the stuff. community whoops the uh the fellowship mm -hmm. back together again so that's that's always fun mm -hmm. it, and it is this show is half treasure hunting half brotherhood and the yeah they go know, hand the, in hand the the cast you know mm -hmm. so um i love the treasure part we love the cast part so it was a good episode. all the parts yeah very good yep all right so um we have clotworthies we do. What happened with Clotworthy last week? Oh, yeah. So last week, uh, as we is talked that, about... Is it that? Like, it is. Ugh. It's traumatic. Yeah. So we had posted uh, for you guys to vote for Clotworthy Moments on Twitter. Yep. And then we went to go post them on Facebook. 
and there was some issue. They took away the poll option. Yeah, Facebook, something changed in the past, uh, well, during the off-season for the Curse of Oak Island. Like, mm-hmm. it used to be pretty easy to make a poll. And it, yeah. Deidre found a way to do it, but then it didn't work. It wouldn't upload. So there's a potential workaround. Um, so I've put in a request to be able to get the polls feature back on our on the back end because pages have different options than what yada yada yeah pages are different than groups on facebook yeah so. pages are different than groups than individual accounts yeah anywho so hopefully we'll be able to get that up this week and shared on facebook so we're going to do new clot worthy moments i'm mm. going to try again to get them posted on facebook through the poll feature that appears to be showing up now it wouldn't load when i tried it last get it up yeah you know i was just thinking if it doesn't work i can at least post it in our facebook group yeah because that would work yeah i've been making polls in different groups lately so 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 there's okay so there's an incentive to join it'll be on facebook regardless it'll either be in the group or on the page hopefully the page because we have more people that follow the page obviously yeah Yeah. and we want more people to vote but we did have votes Mm -hmm. on twitter and so twitter alone decided the clot worthy That's champ heavy for twitter yeah. <laughs> like well when we first started it it was only twitter so I, that's back true. to basics that's true it's back to basics we'll mm-hmm. try to expand out of basics next week yeah but for now twitter made the choice so do you right. want to know what was the winner for last week please inform us all. okay let's hear it a pine tar kiln possibly constructed by the British military and dating as far back as the 16th century, nearly two centuries before the discovery of the money pit. Wow. Pine tar kiln. Yes, which we spent plenty of time at this episode. Lots of chatting about it, Gotta love the pine tar kiln. All right, so that was the winner this week. Thank you for everybody that voted. So for you to vote on for this next week, we have two new Clotworthy moments. Ooh, two new Clotworthies. Let's hear them. Okay, first one. A drilled stone found in the mysterious structure on lot 15. Almost pushed it twice. Almost (laughs) pushed it twice. A drilled stone. Drilled stone. Okay. Short and sweet. Short and sweet, but good. Okay, ready? Let's hear the... What is it up against? It is up against... Leather found in the spoils from Quezon 8A. Wow. Leather. Leather. It's the leather versus the stone. Drilled stone. Drilled stone. All right. All right. So um, those are fun options. Let's hear what, or let's see what our viewers yes. want to, and not viewers, but listeners mm-hmm. too, want to make the clot worthy champ this week. Mm-hmm. So if you want to participate, go to um, Twitter, look us up. We're at, at Oak Island Pod. Correct. And you'll be able to vote there. Mm-hmm. Also, facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. We'll try to get it up. If we don't, there is a link in that on that Facebook page to our Facebook group. Click it, join the group, and you'll be able to vote there if nothing else. Yes, uh, <laughs> at the very least. So uh, while we're in here at the talking about social media, you can also find us on... Here, wait, hold on one sec. Let me let me tell them the phone number to call because we're going to do a live giveaway right now, oh, Oak yeah. Island Trivia. And it usually takes a few seconds for them to get to us. So you can do the, the uh, social the media sh- stuff in between. Deal. Yeah. So we need somebody to call us at 360-836-4549 to uh chat with us and then answer a trivia question if you win you get an oak island t-shirt or something else cool so uh give us a call and try it again yeah 360-836-4549 so call us up yep except for dana sorry dana you won last week 
you're gonna have to wait one month until you win again. We need to give everybody a chance to win. So thank you though. Did you make it so you can receive phone calls? I did. Okay. So I'm waiting so, for a phone call. All right. So where was I? Oh, Instagram. We're at Oak Island podcast. Mm-hmm. You can always email us at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we already talked about the phone line because we're sitting here waiting for someone to call us so we can give you something. 360-836-4549. You, all you got to do is answer a very basic <laughs> trivia question. Yeah, and you could win. So someone, please give us a call. We know we have listeners right now. Um, yeah, come on, win something. It'll be fun. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, and then when we're done doing the uh, trivia portion, we do have a voicemail that we're going to play today. Mm-hmm. So you haven't heard that yet. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have an email to read. So don't go away quite yet, everybody. We got a little bit more going on. So we need somebody to give us a call. 360-836-4549. Three, it's 836-4549. 4549. Are you putting it in the chat? I'm trying to. Okay. Just to make sure people get it. Oh, there you go. Baller. Look at me. <laughs> Somebody call that I'm number, using please. Technology right now for those of you that can't see what's going on. Yeah, she brought the number up on the screen. But so if someone... nobody wants in... anyways. Oh, we got a call. Woo! Are we ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. All right, one second. Let me get them connected. Hi, this is Oak Island Podcast. Who are we speaking with? This is Lynette Keeney. Hey, Lynette. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Yay! Hey, thanks for calling us. I hope you're uh, ready to answer an Oak Island trivia question. Before we get to that, though, how did you enjoy the Curse of Oak Island last night? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. We got great new seasons coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. We think we're really excited about it, obviously as well. And um, yeah. So um, I'm glad you enjoyed it last night. Now let's get to your Oak Island trivia question. Yes. All right. So if you answer this question correctly, we'll give you a $25 gift card to our Redbubble store where you can buy basically anything you want. There's like t-shirts, there's pillows, there's face masks. What else do they have there? Uh, Oh, coffee cups. Coffee cups. Yeah. Multiple choice question here. Yeah. So, Uh, The multiple choice question. Are you ready for it? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Actually, I'm not ready for it. It just disappeared on me. Okay, there you go. All right. So what brand was the vehicle that Rick, Marty, Alex, and Peter drove over the causeway on? Was it one, Ford, two, Jeep, three, GMC, four, Chevrolet? It was a Yukon. GMC? That's right. Yeah! Yes, yes, it was a GMC Yukon. All right, so Lynette, we're going to get together. Just send us a message on Facebook and we will get you the um code or the uh, gift card, the virtual gift card yeah. to get uh Oak Island t-shirt or something from our Redbubble store, okay? All right, thank you. Hey, thank you so much for calling and congratulations. You're y'all a winner. Y'all are great. Oh, thank, thank y'all. Thank, thank you so you. much. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yay, Lynette. That was awesome. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. Winners. Win, 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 win. That was awesome. Win, win, win. That's what she did. So That's what she did. That is definitely what she did. So, hey, if you want to do it, you can do that next week. We're mm-hmm. going to be here. going to do the same thing. Just save that phone number 
and just be ready to give us a call when we get to that portion of the show and boom, mm-hmm. you could win. Um, except for Lynette and mm-hmm. except for Dana, they can't win next week, but they'll be able to win again in the future. Yes. All right. Um, so we're almost wrapping up here. We do want to play this voicemail. You got to hear it. Uh, and um, do we have a review? We do have a review. Were we doing that too? Is that what you said? Yep. Okay. Sorry. In an he, email. He's. We got lots going on still. Oh my gosh. Don't leave yet. Sorry. I was all right. like all done over here. <laughs> nope. So I'm just sitting back. All right. Take a listen to this. Okay. You ready? Hi. This is Cody from Louisiana. And I don't know if y'all are going to cover this on the podcast, but my favorite part, absolute favorite part of the episode was the small part when Laird and the new archaeologist are carefully sifting through, I can't even say what it's really, carefully sifting through each little tiny piece of dirt with a little spoon, carefully picking out the tiniest little bit. And then the camera switches to Jack. And he's ripping trees out of the ground and kicking rocks over. (laughs) He's just throwing dirt and grass around. (laughs) I'm sorry, he just couldn't be more classic Jack. And he's so opposite from Laird and the other archaeologists trying to do everything correctly. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, bye. So that was Cody oh from Louisiana. Gosh. And I think Cody. he was talking about the first episode. That was great. Because oh they're all... Because <laughs> I, I could see it now. Yeah. The shift in Jack's like throwing grass and dirt, kicking <laughs> rocks. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, the um... Jack 6,000. <laughs> yes that was the jack 6000 at uh <laughs> oh man oh, oh my gosh good so stuff. obviously cody was tickled about that because he couldn't stop laughing and now you're laughing so that was pretty good that was a great moment it was thank really you good. cody yeah thanks for calling cody man that just oh when i heard that because i heard that before you know dj yeah that, I, made, that made my day that was really good oh that was good all right i i would love to hear more of what like your favorite moments are so you guys should leave us a voicemail and tell us what yeah. your favorite moments were from this episode. You should. That was a lot of fun, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, please do. It's the same phone number for the Oak Island Trivia. Yes. So um, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> All right. So um, now we have a five-star review from uh, Apple Podcasts we'd like to read. Oh, hey. This is from our friend Justin Poor. He was He's like somebody that plays trivia pretty often. Awesome. You know? We see his name pop up all the time. All right. So it says Acorn. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great podcast about Oak Island. Very knowledgeable. And let's not forget to mention the fabulous Oak Island trivia they do every Friday, well, now Monday, and at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. Dustin and Deidre are very entertaining. Aw, thanks. Thanks, Justin. You guys warm my heart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, we do have one email. From Dana, she's the winner last week in Oak Island Trivia win, to call win, in. Win, win, win. Yeah, so she called. She emailed us. I think this was either it might have been during our podcast or after our podcast mm. last week because this has been sitting in our what, email email thing Inbox. for a while now. Inbox. There you go. That's the word. Thanks. You're welcome. All right. So it says first of all, I want to tell you how much I appreciate the effort you put into making last night really special for all of us fans. Uh, this is talking about Laird and Steve. Oh, yeah. Got it. Uh, it was terrific spending four hours immersed in all things Oak Island. Uh, for me, I celebrated by putting my Marty Lagina hat on and making a 30-bottle batch of classic red Tuscan wine. I think I'll call it 
uh, Ruby Brooch Red. Brooch? Brooch. Not Brooch. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Ro Ruby Brooch Red. Brooch. <laughs> uh, then I sat down with my uh, Gary Drayton uh, treasure hunting cap and the buttons, uh, gold and iron spike I found in Christmas stocking last year. Nice. Thanks, Santa. Uh, I poured a big glass of wine so that Steve, Deidre, and Laird wouldn't be drinking alone. Thank you. Then I grabbed my iPad and watched your pregame. Awesome. Please do it again. And thank you. And uh, no, thank you for yeah, hanging seriously. out with us, Dana. It was fun. Yeah. We might we might have somebody special on our uh, pregame next uh, We're Tuesday. We're working on it. So, hey, and Stephen Laird said eventually they'd come back again. So if you didn't scare again. him too much, I know I'm a little frightening. You so are. look at that. Look at those crazy eyes. People that are watching. I, I've been known <laughs> to have crazy eyes. <laughs> All right. So, um, Hey, we just want to say thank you to everybody that's, uh, supports us that just hangs out with us. That gives us any of their time mm -hmm. because you know, time is valuable. Mm -hmm. And if you spend any of it listening to us, thank you so much yeah, for doing seriously. so. All right. Uh, the last thing oh, is I want more. to talk about Patreon because, oh, yes. um, what we're doing with Patreon now, anybody that supports us through Patreon, uh, is going to, um, be supporting the Oak Island trivia a prize pool basically and uh, for our giveaways and whatnot so uh, we appreciate anybody that has supported us if you would like to join them go to oak I or sorry go to patreon.com slash oak island podcast mm -hmm. um you can do you know a couple bucks five bucks mm -hmm. um one of our listeners becky mm -hmm. yesterday increased her uh, monthly donation from five dollars to eight dollars oh well thank you so Killer. Like, thanks, Becky. You didn't have to do that. We really appreciate it. And thanks for the support. Yeah. It, it allows us to pay for the shipping uh, when we're sending you things. Because uh, we buy books. We ship books. We ship do the cards. Winnings. Yeah. Uh, any of the trivia winnings. Uh, yeah, yeah, gnomes. Yeah. And it might even help us eventually buy some new podcasting equipment and mm -hmm. video equipment or something. Yeah. Right? So we appreciate you guys. Thank Seriously. you so much. If you do want to join them in supporting us, um, we would love it. And it is patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast. Yep. Is there anything else? I really don't think I have anything else. All right. Well, that was a good old long fun chat tonight. Yes. Tonight. Today. Today. And uh, we want to say thank you to everybody that tuned in on Facebook. We did this live. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, thanks for everybody listening. Yeah, and I I think that's it. Uh, there will oh. be another episode later this week yeah. for Beyond Oak Island. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about Beyond Oak Island. We I know can't. we're not. We got too much going on. Yeah, we're gonna do a podcast just about Beyond Oak Island. It's gonna be on the same feed, so it, you'll have a choice. You know, you could if you don't want to listen to a podcast about Beyond Oak Island, you it'll show to. up. You could just say, eh, I'm gonna wait till the next Oak Island podcast, yes. and that's totally fine. Totally cool. One other thing I forgot to mention, I'm wearing my hoodie right now and people on the stream can see it. It's, uh, it's Hogwarts. Hogwarts, Harry Potter. And I just wanted to give anybody that hasn't done it yet a reminder just before season one began, or actually about two months ago, we did a live stream where we sorted all of the members of the fellowship of the dig into Hogwarts houses. It was, fun. it was a lot of fun. And I thought I would wear this to remind myself. And luckily I did right before we finished the podcast mm -hmm. that, uh, you should go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it yet. It's a lot of fun. Yes. And so that's it. That's, that's all it. I had. That's all I had. All right. Now let's actually leave. Okay. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a great night. And until next time. Could it be? I think this is going to be a good year. Wow. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that back He there? is excited <laughs> to be out of quarantine. <laughs>
All right, here we come. 